0: Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. Today is day 726 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. We continue this Wednesday to explore new trails on how to gain wisdom. Starting last week, our focus is on how we can explore our trek of life through a biblical worldview. The first few weeks, we will plot out what a biblical worldview is and why it is so important for a Christ follower to interpret life from the lenses of a biblical worldview. Once we lay the foundation, we will then look at the current issues that impact our world and society and explore them through the lenses of a biblical worldview, instead of through the lenses of our culture, our society, modern media, or social media. I do not desire to tell you what to think, but to teach you how to think, so that you may be able to filter the current issues and events through your biblical worldview. You may not always agree with my view, and that's okay. I am open to any comments that you may have on the subjects that we'll be exploring. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. The cool fall weather and the cold fall rains are upon us this week. The majority of the leaves are hanging on tight, though, so it looks like that we will have a late leaf harvest this year. With many mature walnut, maple, and oak trees on our property and over three acres of lawn, picking up the leaves is similar to a small harvest. It is great to get out and enjoy the fall in this manner. After over a week in isolation, Hazel's test for the Varsella virus, which is a vaccine for the chickenpox, finally came back negative. So as long as her blood count remains high, then she will start her next round of chemo this week. It is our prayer that she'll be able to continue these treatments so it does not extend her overall regimen any longer than required. Last week on our Wisdom Wednesday, we explored what a biblical worldview is. If you missed listening to it, it would be good to go back and listen to Day 721, and we'll extend that today as we explore how to shape a biblical worldview. A Chinese proverb says, If you want to know what water is, don't ask the fish. Water is the sum and substance of the world in which a fish is immersed. The fish may not reflect on its own environment until suddenly it is thrust out onto the dry land, where it struggles for its life. Then it will realize that water provided its sustenance. As I mentioned last week, everyone has a worldview. We are immersed in our culture and environment, and because of this, we have failed to take the ramifications of a secular worldview seriously. I am sure that it is the same for other countries, but in the United States we need to be careful that we do not accept the culture or society's worldview as a biblical worldview. Every culture has its own coherent set of answers to the questions of why are we here and what is our purpose for life. Cultures and societies change over time though, so a secular worldview is not constant. A biblical worldview is based on the unchanging truths and precepts of God's word. What is at stake is how we understand the world in which we live. An example is how our culture or society views the sanctity of human life. Over time, a society or culture may vary its view on the unborn, the sick, the aged, and certain ethnic subsectors of society. If you have a secular worldview based on societal norms and values, then there will be strong conflict between that and a biblical worldview as a Christ follower. You just cannot have both. These issues are worldview issues. Christ followers should recognize that there is a great spiritual battle raging in the hearts and mind of men and women around the world. We now find ourselves in a cosmic struggle between biblical truth and a morally indifferent culture. And this has probably been the case throughout history. Thus, we need to shape a biblical worldview and a view of life so that we will know how to learn and think biblically and live out the truth of the Bible based on faith. The fact is that everyone has a worldview, whether they realize it or not. Some, who even consider themselves as Christ-followers, have worldviews that are incoherent, being merely a smorgasbord of the option of the natural, supernatural, pre-modern, modern, modern, and postmodern options. An examined and thoughtful worldview, however, is more than a private personal point of view. It is a comprehensive life system that seeks to answer the basic and even some of the not-so-basic questions of life. A biblical worldview is not just one's personal face expression, it's not just a theory. It is an all-consuming way of life, applicable to all spheres of life. It becomes the very fabric of who you are and is so integrated within you that it cannot be separated. So how do we distinguish a biblical worldview? There is a definite biblical worldview of life, which has a character, coherence, and unity of its own. It stands in sharp contrast to the counter-theories and speculations. A biblical worldview has the stamp of reason and reality and can stand the test of time, history, emotions, and experiences. A biblical view of the world cannot be infringed upon, accepted, or rejected piecemeal, but stands or falls on the biblical integrity. Such a holistic approach offers the civility of thought, a unity of comprehensive insight that bears not only on what some may consider a religious fear, but also on the whole of thought. A biblical worldview is built on the universal truths and principles found in the entirety of God's word. It is an all-embracing system that shapes religion, natural and social sciences, law, history, healthcare, the arts, the humanities, and all disciplines of study with an application to all of life. Christ followers must articulate a biblical worldview for the 21st century with its accompanying challenges and changes and to show how such biblical thinking is applicable across all areas of life at the heart of a secular worldview we see that truth morality and interpretive framework are being ignored if not all out rejected much of today's morality in society is based on the foundation of situational ethics these challenges for christ followers are formidable indeed throughout culture the very existence of a fixed truth is being challenged for christ followers to respond to these challenges we must think differently by filtering all the input that we receive into our minds through God's Word as we are told in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know what God's will is for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. We need to take the greatest commandment seriously, which we were taught by Jesus, who told us to love God not only with our hearts and souls, but also with our minds. In Matthew chapter 22, verses 36 through 40, Teacher, what is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Jesus' word refers to a wholehearted devotion to God in every aspect of your being, from whatever angle we choose to consider it, emotionally, volitionally, or cognitively. This kind of love for God results in taking every thought captive and making it an obedience to Christ, as we are taught in 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3-5. We are human, but we do not wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and destroy the false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. This type of biblical worldview is shaped by wholehearted devotion and distinctively biblical thinking, or to think in biblical categories. This means being able to see life from a biblical vantage point. It means thinking with the mind of Christ. The beginning point of shaping a biblical worldview is the confession that we believe that God is the Father, maker of heaven and earth, as is listed in the Apostles' Creed. We recognize that He holds all creation together, and all true knowledge flows from the one Creator to His one creation. As the Apostle Paul wrote in Colossians chapter 1, verses 15-18. through 18, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through Him God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things that we can see and the things that we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through Him and for Him. He existed before anything else. He holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. Next week on Wisdom Wednesday, we will continue to explore a biblical worldview, a starting point. After the first few weeks of establishing the foundation of a biblical worldview, we will then view some of the hot topics that are prevalent today through a biblical lens. If you have any topics that you would like us to cover, please email me at guthrie at wisdom-trek.com. Tomorrow, we will continue with a three-minute wisdom nugget that will provide you with a bit of wisdom that, if followed, will allow you to grow healthier, wealthier, and wiser each day. So encourage your friends and family to join us and come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our trek for today. If you'd like to listen to any of the past treks or read the Wisdom Journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe to iTunes or Google Play so that each day's truck will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Truck Podcast and Journal. And as we take this check of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, and to others generously